Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Jami. Uh, so, lately, there's been a lot of talk about, like, viruses, and there's, like, two flu strains going on right now. The coronavirus mm-hmm. from China that's mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. right now. Which is fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's perfect. It's perfect. So, 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 it's death, up, no so, death is in the air, right? Uh-huh. It's uh, literally <laughs> in the air. Literally, <laughs> literally. Literally in the air, person to person. You know what I mean? Yeah, death is in the air. Uh, earlier this week, uh, I thought I got, I thought I caught a cold. I'm pretty sure I did catch a cold, uh-huh. right? And then um, when I was going to sleep, I was starting to, like, cough, throw up kind of thing. Oh, no. Yeah, so I was, like, sick. Mm-hmm. And then, so it turns out, later on, I find... Wait, you're sick? What the hell am I doing here? God, uh, yeah. No, no, I was sick. I'm not, I'm not sick now. I'm what not sick those, now. What was, what was one of those Chinese bukkake masks and stuff? I need one of those. <laughs> you know, what's that? That's the wrong kind of mask, Jiaming. <laughs> oh, it, oh, is it now? That's the protection from the sun mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a... Yeah, what kind of mask do you yeah. use? Mm-hmm. It, it, the, uh, like you said, the the Bukaki mask, you know, <laughs> yeah, because because you yeah. know he he he, he wants to, yeah. Oh, you touch my talala. Mm, my ding ding dong. All right, all right. Yeah, all right. that's where jumping's head is. All at. right, all right. Uh, essentially, well, so that then I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right now, I, I find out later on that apparently, uh, I was really quiet when mm-hmm. I go to when I went when I was asleep that at that time. So much quiet that it almost seemed like I guess I was dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Wow, rest in peace. So so Jessica thought I was dead. Oh. Know, so she went around, she's like, Oh, he's not he's not moving. Uh-huh. You know, oh, he doesn't look like he's breathing. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't feel any breath coming from his <laughs> air. Kind of thing. So uh-huh. there there was a lot of that, uh-huh. right? Uh, I don't know if she ch- check, if she checked my pulse or whatever. Yeah. Open the, well, the whole mirror on <laughs> the nose. Mirror your nose to see if you're. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mirror on the nose. Yeah, the mirror on the nose. You know, she. I still felt warm, so it was, yeah. It, but then it could, I, I could just be freshly yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> freshly dead. <laughs> but funny, so eventually, eventually, I turned over mm-hmm. by myself, mm-hmm. and then, and then, I guess I was fine. Yeah. Well, you guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, spoiler, but the fact that you've been talking the last five minutes, yes, you're alive. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but, she only realized you were alive by, by you turning? Right. She, there wasn't a moment of panic where she's like, hey, should I try like, you know, try and shake poke you awake or something? You know, shake you no, awake. No, no, she debated whether she's like, well, if he's actually he's like, if he's actually alive, I'll be disturbing his sleep, and I don't want that. This is actually what happened. <laughs> yeah, but if he's dead, he's dead. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a wild swing right there. It's a, <laughs> But I would say there's a ch- there's a hard chance that I'm still alive. Yeah, he's dead, but yeah. I also don't want to wake him if yeah. he's alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she's being courteous to the dead. Yeah, that's either or. <laughs> what do you do? Okay. Good yeah, uh, I I think part of it too is because the the coughing thing. I think I might have sleep apnea. I mean, you used mm-hmm. to have it. I still have it. I have the machine. Oh, the, machine. Sleep, yeah. the way you can oh, test wow. your sleep apnea is uh, does he do you snore very loudly? Uh, and, uncertain positions. Yes. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> positions. Anyway, and then the other, the, and on the other end of it, do you also, uh, oh, just like what you just described, does it seem like you're dead and something? You're, you're, you're like, where you stop breathing? Yeah, you stop breathing. You're kind of gasping for air and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, you have me. Congratulations. You should go get uh, tested as a sleep yeah. center and get it's the too machine. Much it's very serious. You can do that two day testing where they send you a kit at home where you sleep with a mask on and it. it yeah. Like, you, you, first of all, you, yeah, you tell your primary doctor, and then he'll, she'll, they'll take you to, uh, they'll assign like a, a sleep center. You know, you go to one of those places, you go there, you get all hooked up, and then they monitor you. And if and you if, went to a sleep center, Johnny? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, no, I did. They, a, send, you, they send you these kits now at home. Hmm? 
They oh. sent they sent um Ellis one, my boyfriend. They sent him one because he was having uh he he has sleep apnea too. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah, this is like six years ago, so maybe it's advanced Ooh. past that point. But yeah, you go to sleep center, they pick you up, hook you up, they monitor you. If it's a yes, then their doctor will you know then you go through the whole steps of of getting a machine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I suggest you do. It's important. It really is important because yeah. your, your oxygen gets yeah. like reduced down to like almost like two, reduced by two thirds and stuff like that. You're not getting mm-hmm. enough oxygen. That's okay. I don't need but that. Then again, uh-huh. if it's just because he has a cold and it's just related to that, and you're not, yeah. you don't normally stop breathing. Mm-hmm. Yes, let, let, let's 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 go with that. Let's right. go with that. It's just good for your overall health. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let's go with that. On this 272nd <laughs> episode of the show, we're going to be going over our uh, Chinese horoscope for the Lunar New Year. Oh, yeah. it is the year of the metal rat. I don't know why they put a distinction that it's the metal rat. Wait, what? Say that again. It's the year of the metal rat. Metal, you the know. Metal. Metal. Really? <laughs> I never heard that before. I thought it was the year of the rat. Can you imagine a metal oh. rat? Year of the metal rat. I never, heard, I never heard that term before. Metal rat? I don't know. That's what it said on the website. It's the element that you're born into. Like, I'm really? a wood ox. You say wood oh. ox. These Chinese people are metal crazy. Metal rat. These Chinese people are crazy, man. Because it's so metal. I'm the only person on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Face metal. Well, I'm sorry, you're Taiwanese. All right. Uh, Albert, uh, I think we... If, you get the point? Nobody's acknowledged that the whole metal <laughs> rat thing. I think we've all moved on. <laughs> but it's all metal. Only only you're just indulging yourself right now. That's fine. We've all moved on. We've all ignored Speaking it. Speaking of indulging myself, yeah. um, oh. I'm going to talk about Rise of the Sky, Rise of Skywalker, Rise of the Resistance, which is the new ride at Disneyland, oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. as well as Hollywood Studios in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, the Star Wars ride. And go- mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about that, and then um, we're going to talk about some, you know, some stuff that's what's up. What's that? And then we're also going yeah. to uh, talk about speaking of Star Wars. We're going to do the Duel of the Fates, which is the leaked first draft right. script okay, yeah. by Colin Trevorrow, mm-hmm. the guy who was already going to do Episode Nine. And uh, it what was happened a- to him? What happened? To- what happened there? Yeah, you guys should can. But but yeah, we're going to go over that. Uh-huh. So yes, going over that. Mm-hmm. All right, on with the show. So, the Lunar New Year 2020, apparently it's the year of the metal rat. Metal rat! All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to get tired of that. <laughs> I don't know why that's wildly, wildly amusing for me. <laughs> yes. It's wildly amusing for me, too. Well, that's two out of three. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyways. So, let's go over. I think this is a, a annual thing. I did it last year, too, right? So, sure. I guess this will be a yearly uh-huh. thing. We're going to go over our horoscope and how our year is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go ahead and start with Jaming. Jaming, what year are you? I'm year of the snake. snake. I don't know if it's metal snake. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a calm whisper of a snake. I don't know what kind of snake I am. It's mm. a calm whisper of a yeah. snake. Yeah. Snake. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. According <laughs> to this, you are uh, do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. quick facts about the snake. Oh, snake is an enigmatic seducer. Yeah, oh, that's Jamming, true. Very, very true. Oh. I'm very much a seducer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, let's see. What does it say here about mm-hmm. your your ratness. Oh, jeez. <laughs> your ratness. That's one way of putting it. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's see. Love. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Y- what? Huh. This is real, this is well you, detailed. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go. Is there, is there a more, a more yeah. like, 
like brief points summary of yeah. this thing. This is <laughs> like it late or not. That's all I want to know. Can you not read this again, <laughs> yeah. Albert. Yeah. Well, I thought I, I thought I got something right, but apparently this uh, is let's go with my lucky detail. numbers. It's three, seven, eight. But the lucky colors are pink, black, green. Uh, lucky directions. They're, lucky directions? they're separating oh. your love with like quarters of the year. Yeah, I know it's a bit much. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay, single folks. The stars would not forget you. There will yeah. be someone new in your love life. Okay, that's fantastic. It might be love with a capital L that you yeah. experience. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm a lesbian? <laughs> what? What's going on? <laughs> uh, single folks, you shun clingy partners. Sure. Why and you're trying to take advantage of your freedom as much as oh. possible. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Well, menage uh, a trois is what most of my house. Single natives, you'll be successful uh, attracting lots of interest. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is supposed to be a good year for you, Jabeng, in terms of love. Ooh, love interest. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Love it is. Why not? All right, there you go. Uh, for money and finance, <laughs> let's see. Uh, oh, you might encounter a few hiccups with one's expenditure. Oh, okay. Don't go to China. <laughs> Don't go to China. What do you mean? <laughs> Spend on things that are most important or necessary. Otherwise, one will end up living in debt again. Oh, okay. All right. Mm. Mm. Okay. Health here is a one should pay more attention to one's health rather than worrying about loved ones. All right. That's just very generic and fortune cookie ish. Run more, <laughs> exercise more, son. All right. Yeah. Oh, see, there is some different kinds of snakes. Uh, so you are apparently, uh, where does it say this? A fire snake. Oh, well, there you go. I have no idea what that means. Yeah, oh, there you go, fire uh, snakes. There uh, may be some, oh, I should have just gone into this thing. <laughs> there may be some finance <laughs> problems. You, you're, you must handle money wisely. Albert, I think it's a bad time to mention. I need a loan. You got five bucks on you? Plan your budget before you spend. There may be some troubles falling upon you, so be careful. Mm-hmm. Be more attentive to your partner's health. Uh-huh. Salaried workers will face problems in their work. Handle them calmly. In the meantime, a busy work schedule is unavoidable. So this is basically anything you can just kind of you can just basically anybody. It's very so generic. You can just kind of paste that for anybody. It's very yeah. it's very fortune cookie. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ruthie, what, what what is yours? You I are your ox. That's right. Inside. With ox. Can we with just skip ox. to the fire ox or the wood ox or what I'm talking about? <laughs> All right, so let's skip to the bottom here. So now that now that we know how this works, because uh, Reddit. Okay, if you were born yet, yeah. build up good relationships with others, especially in the office. Okay. Back. In the upper half of the year, luck is normal, but in the middle of the year, there will be changes. Ooh. What kind of changes, fortune Ooh. teller? Um, I know, good or bad. Be more attentive when signing contracts. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, maybe that's what the changes come in. <laughs> Never be a guarantor to prevent court cases. What? <laughs> What's going to happen to you, Rudy? <laughs> the hell? Right. Well, I got no money anyway, so what would I guarantee? What would I guarantee? <laughs> yeah. That's true, I guess. But still, watch out for contracts. All right, um, you're the dragon. Uh-huh. Let's go back here. I'm. Oh, I'm also fire dragon. Fire. Uh, career luck is shining on you. Nice. You will gain status in the business world. Oh, nice. Peach blossom is everywhere around you. Avoid it. Wait, what? The one with that. Peach blossom is everywhere around you. Avoid it. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Well, if it's everywhere around yeah, me, yeah. how can I avoid it then? Uh. It's a Chinese riddle. Why would you have to avoid it? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Am, am I supposed to avoid peaches? Or yeah. am I supposed to avoid, like, the, the flower? Yeah. And if it's literally flower? around you, how can you avoid it? It doesn't seem right. I don't know. Mm. I don't trust these Chinese people. Oh, I like, I like this line. For those who are married, <laughs> it is advised not to have an affair. Really? Yeah. You think? <laughs> only this year, Albert. Only this year, though. <laughs> only this year. Wait, wait till 2021. That's your year for an affair. Yeah. <laughs> that's, when you, that's, that's what it's like. And it says here, you must control your temper. If not, there will be gossips or even court cases. Oh, yeah. What's the game with the court cases? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, if there's one person that has a fiery temper, it's Albert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Uh, and that's our Chinese horoscope for the year of the rat, the metal rat. I rather go. I rather go. Oh, now you get you get all racist now. What? That's next segment. Okay, happy Lunar New Year, twenty twenty, everybody. Happy New Year, happy New Year. Oh yeah, Gong Hee Fat Choi or Xing Ye Kuai Le. Xing Ye Kuai Le. So Disneyland recently finally released uh, in Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. How do you say that? A Rise of the Resistance. Not to be confused with Rise of Skywalker, which is the movie. Uh, so it is the newest ride that Disneyland has. It's very high in demand. It's the most ambitious ride that they've ever created. Because it kind of. Oh, by the way, listeners, I'm not going to spoil the story element of the ride. I will I will talk about some things about it, but not completely spoiling it. All the spoilers are on YouTube and Instagram. You can see it all over there. So if you want to get spoiled, go ahead and watch it. But for the for the context of I don't want people to turn off this thing if they don't want spoilers, I'm not gonna do much spoilers. But I will I will say this: it is a ride unlike any ride at Disneyland or any theme park I've ever been to. Okay, the closest thing I can think of is it's closest to Radiator Springs Racers in Carsland at Disney California Adventure, where it's like a multi-room kind of situation. Except for Rise of the Resistance, it also incorporates multiple ride systems. Hmm. So you got you got uh, the show system, you got the the car system where it moves around, you got uh, where you want you're you're in one shuttle kind of system. You got even a drop. Uh, I guess that's a size, that's a slight spoiler. Yeah. Uh, what's funny about the drop part is that uh, when I went with my with my niece. Uh, she didn't know that was gonna happen. So right before it happened, I'm like, "So you ready for your drop?" Mm-hmm. And, and for the drop, and she's like, "What?" <laughs> it was a nice surprise. <laughs> there's a there's a drop. There's a drop in this one too. But the the best thing about it is that it recreates some of the things that you that you would like to see in real life, like a giant at ats. There's a part where you look at giant at ats. Not really much of a spoiler because they showed it the commercial, mm-hmm. but and, and all that stuff. So real quick, any questions about the ride itself? No. I'm I'm more curious about how the, the wait, how long they take to get in, stuff like that. Ah, the meat, the meat of the actual story. Yeah. All right. So what's happening right now is that this is a very high demand ride. Like mm-hmm. it, you seen it in Florida uh, two months ago, yeah. or last month actually. And essentially, what they're doing is they're doing a boarding group yeah. system, boarding pass system kind of thing. And because the demand is high, uh, Disney mm-hmm. had to figure out how to deal with like amount of guests who are going to show up. Now, the previous attraction that they had in, in Anaheim that was super popular was Radio Springs Racers in Carsland. When that first opened up, the first the first weekend it w- they were on, the, the, the park pretty much had to go overtime because there were still people in line waiting to get on. Like two hours after park closing, there were still people waiting in line to get on that ride. Right? Because the rule is if you get in line before park closing, you can, you're supposed to stay on that line. Right. Right. So so they were forced to to do that. So now my my guess is that they wanted to avoid that, that situation again. So they wanted to limit the amount of people that can actually get on the ride. Hence the boarding pass system. So there are people that will show up like super early the, during opening day at Disneyland. They will show up like at 10, 10 p.m. the previous night. And they will literally wait until they can get a boarding pass. And so the people Whoa. show up, people show up at two in the morning, four in the morning, five thirty in the morning. Jesus Christ! Kind of thing. Line up. Well, they'll, at first they'll have to line up outside the main entrance, right? Mm-hmm. But because because there were so many people waiting at, at at that early in the morning, there's no space in the main entrance for them to wait. Mm-hmm. They had to open the gate so they could go inside, 
and and alleviate the the the, 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 the space so that they can there's more space for them to walk around. Mm-hmm. Um, during opening weekend, I believe they opened the doors at like six o'clock, kind of thing. We just we just like two hours early than normal because mm-hmm. uh, the park that they open at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Now the boarding pass system actually kicks in at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. so you're supposed to get on the app. You're supposed to uh, scan your your ticket so that you're part of that app. Mm-hmm. Uh, scan anybody else in your party to your to your app so that when you when you check in, you can put them in your as the people who are supposed to go with you for the ride thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Any questions so far? No. Okay. Uh, so what what's happening was that at eight o'clock you have like I don't know twenty thousand people getting on one app Jesus at the same Christ. time. Right, and and because because it's essentially a lot of people going on trying to get this ticket, so to speak, mm-hmm. you're it's essentially a lottery. Mm-hmm. This is there is no first come first serve because mm-hmm. the first come first serve is like millis milliseconds. Yeah. Right, <laughs> uh, from what I understand in Florida, it is first come first serve, mm-hmm. which is a little different. But then at the same time, Florida relies more on tourists, mm-hmm. while Anaheim mm-hmm. relies more on the locals. Mm-hmm. Right, so a lot of the people mm-hmm. who are doing this are annual pass holders, people who normally go to Disneyland quite often. Right, so at eight o'clock, everybody gets on the app. Everybody clicks the, the little button, and they'll tell them what what boarding group they're gonna be. Mm-hmm. Either one to like a hundred and sixty something. Mm-hmm. Now there's it a didn't f- crash. Oh, it crashed. Oh, it crashed. It oh. did crash. Yeah. <laughs> for for some people, it crashed. For some people, they got in right away. This is kind of this is pretty much like Comic Con, yeah. trying yeah. to get Comic Con passes all over again. That's essentially what it is. Right, and th- there's no rhyme and reason on what number you're going to be because, like I said, everybody's on at the same time. Yeah. It's pretty much a lottery. Mm-hmm. It's random, essentially. Um, these, there's even a fine print that said if you're in a boarding group past like seventy something, mm-hmm. there's a chance you may not get on at all. Oh wow, ouch! No, right, sucks. yeah, because it's pretty much like they're still working out the kinks to mm-hmm. see how many people they can get through the ride. The ride still breaks down occasionally. Mm-hmm. Every day it will break down. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a, that's a given. It will break down every day. It will mm-hmm. break down. So. It's a crapshoot on how many people they can get in the ride within the twelve-hour or thirteen-hour span that the ride is actually available at Disneyland. And when you and say then, uh, boarding, uh, it's in it's sequential order, right? So it goes one, two, three, and stuff. Like that. I'm, what I'm yeah. saying is, like, if you once you get scanned in, it's not like, hey, be here at ten at ten at ten o'clock. Yeah, it won't tell you the time. Yeah, it will. It will essentially give you a boarding pass, and then when it's your turn, you have an hour to get there. Oh really? Yeah, we we, we our so basically like nine o'clock kicks in. It's like boarding groups one to five mm-hmm. or boarding groups, you and know. you get like an alert say, yeah. you know, hey, the five yeah. is up. You yeah, after get notification, there are there are there are leaderboards in the park that will tell mm-hmm. you what what the next boarding group is mm-hmm. at. You can check on the website on the app itself what the boarding group is at. But what if you get? Let's say I'm number five and number five, I always have an hour to get there. What if you get in line once you're number five? <laughs> is this is the line still extremely long? You know, what if it, I, it what, depends. What if, I, what if I can't get, get there after you get the ticket? Yeah. Or it, do you have your place in the line? Yeah. No, no, you're, you're pretty much like a pass. What do you call that? Fast pass. No, there's no fast pass. Then the other thing too. This is one of those rides where there is no fast pass. There is no standby line. There is uh, nothing. You have to have a boarding pass to get on, mm. right? So when, when he says boarding group five is now boarding, mm. and you show up, mm. there could be a line. There could not be a line. Lately, there have mm. been a line because uh. it, it just depends on how how fast the people in front of you were. Right. When I went boarding group three at uh, three, I literally just walked right in, oh, walked okay. right in, gave them a the ticket, and just kept walking. There was oh, okay. no line. Mm-hmm. I literally, the first moment I entered, I got into the ride. Oh, right, it was right. amazing. Right, but uh, obviously that's not the case for everybody. What was your boarding number? Three. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. So, yay, Albert! Yay. Boarding three. Oh, yeah. uh, Everything's coming up, Millhouse. 
So so what, what what also ends up happening is that people who are getting like boarding group like a hundred or whatever, yeah. they'll just give up. They just yeah. turn around and walk and get and leave because mm-hmm. there's no point for them to stick around. Yeah. They know they're not gonna get on. Yeah. But that's not true though. Because in the first day I believe they went up to 126, 27. Mm-hmm. So if you had a hundred, you had but a what chance. time at night is, is that? Well, that's the thing, though. A lot of people are th- there's a story. There's there are stories where people said I was here since midnight and yeah. I didn't get on till like eight p.m. Yeah. the next day. Oh what? Jesus Christ! Not oh the next day, God. but the day the day right, after right. Well, midnight. Yeah. I should have said like I was here since two a.m. and I didn't get on till thing, eight p.m. I mean, this, this might be a dumb, dumb question, but does, does this thing? Let's just say I'm uh, I'm like one hundred. I'm there at eight a.m. stuff like that. I'm number one hundred. Can I uh, leave the park and will, uh, will the thing keep updating me and stuff like that? Yeah, you, know? you can leave the park. Okay. You already, oh, you already, okay. you, you already have your group. Okay. But the point is, you gotta go back. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I'm back. I'm going to the, the, the rest of the park. Time you other things. To go back. Yeah. What was that? It tells you an exact time you need to go back, or like an hour, a time between a time and a time. No, as soon as they say your boarding group is ready, you have yeah. an hour to get there. Yeah. Uh, so if you, if you, leave you can the see park. the countdown, right? It's like, again, let's say I'm 100. You can see, oh, it's at 80 right now. You can, you can ballpark it when you start heading back. Yeah, right? I, I would show up like 10, 10, well, maybe five, five groups before you. Right. Just start heading back. Interesting. Kind of thing. That's but the, cool. the, the problem is that there's that option. So you're not waiting in line all day and then all yeah. of a sudden the ride will break down and you would have been in line yeah. for three hours for no reason. And there is no, a, no, but there is no line though. It's yeah. a virtual queue. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, unlike the old days when you'd have to get in line and then if yeah. the ride, God forbid, breaks down, you would have been in line for three hours for no reason. Yeah. True, true. And this is one hundred percent virtual queue. There's no, there's no old school line for for, for this, right? If the demand wanes yeah. and it, it it gives them the option to go back to the old school standby line, they will. Yeah. But so far, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. right. Florida okay. hasn't. It, I like that. I like that. It kind of gives it a cool, like much more modern. You know, you're definitely in Star Wars and the galaxy vibe thing. A lot. Are a lot. Are there? There are a few rides like that in Disneyland, right? Where it's like a virtual queue now, right? No, this is just it. This is it. Okay. This is this is the only one for what I can tell. Everything else you said is stand by. Stand by your fast pass. Okay. Right. Um. The thing what is, what if somebody is, like me have a disability and need to like totally have a, head, head didn't, didn't have a body pass? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, so if, I shouldn't if, break my leg on, on purpose. Or and no, you see, the basically. <laughs> FI listeners jumping does what, not what? have a disability. What? 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 Yeah. No. 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 Don't be him <laughs> How dare you? How <laughs> dare you make light of my my MS? Right. Right <laughs> now, it is pretty much no ifs and buts. You but you have to have a boarding pass, right? Okay. Even if you're disabled, nothing like. If you have like little kids, you have to show up at least. I would say a minimum of a half hour before park opening. You have to be right in front of the main entrance, waiting to get in. A half hour before park opening to guarantee that you can Jesus actually get Christ. into the lot. What time does Disneyland open again? Eight. Uh, eight, 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 eight a.m. in the busy days and the nine, nine a.m. on the regular days. All right. So, so but it's all online. It's all on the app, and you have to have oh, okay. you have to be at Disneyland. You have to have you have to have your ticket scanned and then register yourself so that you can actually get the boarding pass. Yeah, that's oh, fun. Yeah. So, so my advice, people, is is at least get to the parking lot. An hour and fifteen minutes before park opening, they'll give you enough time to park, uh, to pay for parking, park, get on the shuttle slash tram or walk, get to the main entrance, and then wait in that line to get into oh, this. That's a lot of work, man. You know, so so my, my my advice: get to the parking lot no later than an hour and fifteen minutes before park opening to guarantee that you're but there the, when you can get into the boarding pass. Well, it's a great ride, right? It's worth it, right? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a it's a great ride. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. I, I have seen a lot of the, I haven't seen the YouTube videos, but I've seen some screen caps. You know, people stuff that people post on Twitter and stuff like yeah. that. The gra- the special effects, the graphics looks like you know movie quality and stuff. It does look amazing. You know what I mean? From what well, I, I mean, know. 
well, I mean, it's animatronics. It's yeah. a combination of a lot of things. Like I said, I don't want to spoil the story element, even though you know my Instagram, I kind of spoiled some already. But the thing is, though, is that it's definitely worth experience. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Star Wars: Rise of the Rise of the Resistance. Do check it out if you get a chance. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, you have to show up early if you want to get on it. If you're one of those people that show that casually goes to the park at 10 a.m., tough luck. You're just not gonna get on. It's just as simple <clears> as that. Uh, what's interesting about this is that. Uh, because it is an elaborate ride, there are stuff that break down. And they actually have what they call B modes. Like if the animatronic for Kylo Ren isn't working, they'll have him on the screen instead. Is that kind of a thing? Um, one of the reasons why it would break down is because the cars themselves are what they call trackless cars. Uh-huh. They're remote controls, no. essentially. right? Oh, cool. So if the computer loses the connection with a car, well, that's, that stops the ride. Uh-huh. If, oh. if if the car needs to go into like lift, <laughs> like an elevator part scene, uh, and it doesn't connect properly with it, that stops the ride. And yeah. all the uh, maybe spoiler, but all the stars that are in the movie in the in the ride, right? All the recent stars. Yeah, from the sequel trilogy. Yeah. This is based on the sequel trilogy. This this event happens before Rise of Skywalker. Even Ky- Kyle Ren, I know, is in there, but he, he's with the mask on, right? He's with the mask. Does on. he do a voice? He has the well, he has the Kyle Ren mask voice. All right. You know, we don't know if Adam Driver does it right. It's probably not Adam Driver. <laughs> yeah, because there is a conspiracy. I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, but there is a theory as to why Kylo Ren, Adam Driver, gets his mask back in the on the Rise of the Skywalker, mm-hmm. even though the story wise it doesn't make sense for him to get the mask back. It's because of this ride. You know what I mean? And they, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. they know Adam Driver's not gonna do this nonsense. You know, you can throw millions of dollars to Adam. He's not gonna do. He's not gonna do any any kind of thing for a ride and stuff like that. So they had to put him in a mask, and then you know that way. To get any actor to kind of do the thing yeah. for the show. I mean, not only that, but when he walks around Galaxy's Edge, he's with a mask on. Right. Right? It's kind of important for him to have a mask. Right. So it, but in, when he walks around Galaxy's Edge, he doesn't have the broken mask. It's still the mask that he right. had from Last Jedi mm-hmm. or prior to that. Right. Huh. That is a plot hole, huh? Anyways. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a conspiracy <laughs> theory. Yeah, because the people, if you don't know, Galaxy's Edge is canon to the Star Wars story. It right. is takes place between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, uh, yeah, Rise of the Resistance, if you get a chance to go, my advice, be at the parking lot no later than an hour and 15 minutes before, and that should give you enough time to get in there so that you can sign up for the boarding pass and hope for the best. Yeah. Hope for the best. I'd just wait a few months. Wait for yeah. That might yeah. Not- I would rather wait a few months yeah. until it's not so crazy anymore. That might not make a difference, though. Yeah, because um, yeah, then it comes into spring and summer and it picks yeah. up and stuff like that. Because oh, oh. every day that people can't get on the ride, they're going to try some other day. Yeah. So it just carries over and carries yeah. over and carries over. I think I'll just wait till next uh, next winter. Next, Assuming. Next, Assuming. Next, next February. Well, next I mean, slogan. Avengers Campus is released, is going to be uh, out at Disney California Adventure in the summer. So that's the summer? Uh, this summer. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. So that, 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 that should cut on the, uh, that, that should like divide the crowd a little bit so that not everybody Or trying more to people get, just come. Or more people <laughs> will just show up. Yes, you're right. You're yeah. right. Okay, anyways, Rise of the Resistance is an amazing ride. Uh, do check it out if you get a chance. Big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. As of this recording, it's currently 10 a.m. on January 22nd in Phuket, Thailand. And it's time we take a look and see what's up. I thought you were going to use the. I thought you were going to use Wuhan, Wuhan, the place in China that has the virus, the, the coronavirus. I thought you That's that a part. good point. I should have yeah. given it for the one, yeah, but no. I went for Phuket because, you know, Phuket. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and just like oh, and, away from that and go to Thailand. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Phuket, like the people in Taiwan, uh, Taiwan, Thailand said Phuket mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, Thai's government has banned plastic bags and forced yeah, shoppers in Thailand. in Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Did you say Thai? Did you say Taiwan again? 
No, I said yay Thailand. Yay yeah. Thailand. It's it's the future. I mean, yeah. Did you? I don't know if did you see, but did you hear? But uh, China has also announced that by 2025, for the for the big major cities, they're gonna ban uh, not plastic bags, but like one use plastics. You know, water bottles, that sort of thing. So. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Hardcore. Yeah. So what's happening is that the people in in Thailand are being very creative in how to get the groceries. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll see people car- mm-hmm. coming in with wheelbarrows. Yeah. You'll see people coming in with like like bird cages. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it, it's it's pretty pretty fun. It's just for. I mean, these are just jokes, right? I mean, they realize yeah. like cloth bags right, that exist, right? You know what I mean? Like you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think yeah. part of the fun is that they're going like, well, you know what? Since we're going to do this, yeah, mess will be creative about it. Yeah. Okay. You know? They're just having a laugh, right? But it plus it, it looks good for Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Look at me. Sure. I'm shopping yeah. with a wheelbarrow. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me! I'm shopping with the water pail. Yeah, look at me! I'm a I'm a lady I, boy. I, I, mean, what, what? I have a hamper that I'm what? using to shop. Yeah, you know, I think a hamper's not a bad idea. A ceramic vase. Yeah. yeah, that was my grandmother's. Oh, yeah. luggage! She's a picture of one with luggage. If you, if you go to the show notes, I have a yeah. link and you can see the picture. And the guy has, and the guy has a mullet. That's why I noticed. That guy has a mullet. That guy has a mullet. Oh yeah. wow! That's why I noticed. Thailand's uh, three decades uh, late. Yeah, <laughs> we're all here to have fun. You know. Oh yeah, totally. It, it, I, I really think it is fun. You know, but uh, and it's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of crazy Asian news, mm-hmm. uh, there's a cosplaying politician that was elected. Oh Jesus in, Christ! In position in Taiwan. Not my motherland. Not not, no, <laughs> not my people's. Well, I know. Well, hold on. Let me see the cosplay for. Okay, then, I'll, then, okay. then I'll pass. Uh, uh, all right, all right, all right. Here, here you go, Javeg. Could be a sexy. Oh, it's a sexy cosplay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I wonder why she won. Right, I approve of this. Uh, Either the, that's, that's Photoshop, though, right? She's no, like, she was dressed up as Asuka from Neo Genesis Evangelion. Know, that like she's, Wait, the, the girl you're telling me that the girl in the cosplay is the one who's running? No, she won. She won, but that's an actual photo. That's not Photoshop. That's an actual photo. Yes, really. All right. Wait, that's actually her. That's the politician. Correct. Yeah. She's no. uh, she's 27 year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Democratic Progressive Party, uh, Taipei City, right? 12th, 12th district. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, her name Whoa. is Lai Pinyu. Lai Pinyu. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. <laughs> Do I look Chinese to you? She won okay. by oh, 2,780 votes. Yeah, all right. Oh, wow. Good for her. Uh, Jami can go ahead and look up her Instagram post. Uh-huh. I'm sure she has more cosplay there. Uh, she, it's, it's a real commitment too, man. She even got the, the, the contacts that were blue and stuff like that. Right on. Oh, she did, huh? Crap. Yeah. And you're saying this for Evangelion, right? That she, they, uh, her cosplay is from Evangelion. And, and yeah. then what she did was, when after she won the seat, she uploaded a Sailor Mars cosplay mm-hmm. of hers saying, Hello, friends. I am Lai Pin Yu, lawmaker of New Taipei City's 12th District. Please give me your feedback over the next four years. As she's dressed up as a Japanese Shinto, Shinto princess <laughs> with flame magic. Yeah. Holy crap. Right on. Yeah. She's hot, too. Yeah, she, she's really like crazy. I said, I wonder why she won. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she brought in all the. Well, I'm thinking about politics, but she's a cosplayer. Yeah. You think first day, of, first day of uh, Congress, she'll, she'll dress like a, a she'll cosplayer as uh, right? Yeah, no, I think she'll be respectful, but dead right. Yes, I don't know. Yes, yes. I think go for it, man. Show up as um, uh, Go- Goku. Show up as Goku. Is that what she normally looks like? I think yeah. I think there's a picture here where she looks. Yeah, like and she's then not- as a normal like without makeup, like she's pretty. Yeah. She looks normal. She looks normal without yeah. without the cosplay stuff. Yeah, yeah. she looks she looks reasonable and, and, and smart and stuff. Like that. She's not. She, she's not. She, oh, she, oh, really? Jumping reasonably smart, huh? Yeah. Com- uh-huh. As opposed to what jumping? A kook, <laughs> like like most cosplayers. <laughs> what? <laughs> you heard okay. me? Uh huh. 
Uh, but you know, at least she made some big moves for right. the cosplay community come, by being here, politician. Here comes the transition. All right, Speaking of making big moves, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Cinemax is moving out of originals and the HBO sister network. Wait, no uh, more nudies on Cinemax skins? What are we talking about? I think <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the, is that what we're talking about? No more softcore porn. Where would I get pornography now? Where? <laughs> you know, that's kind, of, that's kind of a good point. Oh, do, they, yeah. do, they count, do they count Cinemax as I originals? I, <laughs> I see that boo before. <laughs> Oh my god! Now I've never subscribed to Cinemax before. I, I think I did a, one of the trials just to right. check out the Outcast, the Robert Kirkman uh, TV show, but I never I never renewed it. Oh okay, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, HBO Max is gonna pr- presumably take all those shows, which is great because I'm planning to subscribe to HBO Max. Oh okay. Uh, but the one show in Cinemax that I've been wanting to watch is the Bruce Lee one, The Warrior. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's the one that Bruce Lee had. Uh, had a, that was that was Bruce's idea of a TV show before he died. Right, right. And I've been wanting to watch that. So I heard it's good too. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm definitely uh, HBO Max. Sorry, uh, that's just back and blow. So you, everything for Cinemax, all the words, they get folded into HBO Max. That's what, they what they're implying. Oh, okay, okay. And you know, I'm kind of glad Cinemax is folding because we don't need any other new net, uh, it's net too Netflix. Much, man. There's too much. Did TV. I tell you this? Uh, the TCA was last week, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, every every streaming service, everybody went down like a list of new shows, uh, uh, returning shows. So anyway, Peacock for the first time announced like everything that they're gonna have original program and also you know library of of content, right? right. So I'm reading through. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of stuff, man. I can't wait to get this uh, for uh, for HBO Max. And then wait, wait, hold on. Is this yeah, Peacock's different. <laughs> yeah, I can I I I I totally confuse. Even though it literally says Peacock on there, as I, as I was reading, I kept. I got, I got everything all mush, uh, all jumbled up, all mixed up, and stuff like that. It's just, it's just too much. It's too much content. Yeah, yeah. it's too much stuff. I should have done some some kind of prediction where where uh, Peacock fails as a streaming service. Yeah, but then I can save that for twenty twenty one. Yeah, uh, but you know these these are big companies. I mean, their streaming service. And speaking of big companies with right, a streaming service, <laughs> uh, Disney, Disney is hunting down the most popular Baby Yoda toys on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Because Disney dropped the ball and didn't have any uh, toys for Baby Yoda available already, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people are doing homemade Baby Yoda yeah. uh, toys and merchandise to sell on the internet. Mm-hmm. But now Disney wants to get rid of the competition, yeah. as they do. So yeah, I don't know. It's 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 Disney's thing. I mean, they quote unquote screwed up. Why are you punishing you know people uh, people with a with a side hustle? You know what I mean with a side business? You know. Yeah, stuff. I mean, it's. I, I think. I think they're fear. Well, yeah. I don't know why it would be even even be a fear, but yeah. but what if some Etsy user is just really good at making one, and then now people want <laughs> that product? Yeah, as opposed still, to this is official how, version. I mean, how many what, one person is going to mass produce? Yeah, I know, seriously. I know. Those little kids in China can produce it a lot faster than anybody can on Etsy. Don't worry. Man. I would say this though: the the official plushie of the Baby Yoda's coming out in April or May, whatever. Yeah, I don't like the way it looks. No, it doesn't look as cute as it should be. Yeah. I think I think they got it wrong because they had Baby Yoda smiling in the plushie, and he, he watched the show. He's not really smiling, yeah. so so it just looks wrong and like doesn't look cute. I don't I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh-huh. But some of the stuff in Etsy looks pretty cute. Right. <laughs> so so uh, people try and get your Baby Yoda uh, merchandise from Etsy as fast as possible because they're gonna be gone, gone, gone. You would say that they will be. It's, you're running out of time on getting this merchandise. Mm-hmm. Speaking of running out of time, uh, a study warns drinking 2% milk may actually significantly speed up aging. Oh, okay. So go with 1% milk. (laughs) I don't drink any milk, so it doesn't really matter. How how did they even come across? Like, how? How? 
<laughs> oh, they just uh, what do you call it? They just forced uh, forced the milk on, but just rats. That's how they figured it out. You know what I mean? Is that yeah. what they really did? It's gotta yeah. be. Aged significantly faster yeah. with two percent, but not not mentioning whether one percent should be the way to go or whole milk. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, we've seen a growing number of studies that link dairy consumption con- consumption with potentially problematic health outcomes, including faster aging and increased odds of developing cancer. Oh, really? For milk? Similarly, underscoring this body of research is a new study of Brigham Young University where researchers have found that switching from 2% to 1% milk is significantly linked to longer telomeres and slower aging. Mm. So it's a, is it the fight between the 2% and the 1%. Huh, so 1% is better. 1% is supposed to be better. Because it, 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 it improves your telomeres. What is a telomeres? The, telomeres are the, the strands for your DNA to keep it um, to keep it stronger. The stronger your DNA, uh, the the less uh, the less signs of aging. Oh, interesting. So 1% is the way to go. All right. Hmm. So does it have to do with fat? I don't know. See, the study involved more than 5,800 adults in the U.S., Based on the data, Tucker found that adults who consumed skim and 1% low-fat milk had also experienced several years less biological aging when compared to people who consumed 2% and whole milk. Huh. So skim and 1% is the way to go. Okay. So no fat. Uh, no fat. Once no. again, it's just fat is bad, I guess. Fat is bad. Yeah. Telomeries. So fat is bad. So sad. So sad, so sad. All right, and that's what's uh, that's what's up. What's that? What's that? What's Jesus that? Christ. Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, jamming, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitter J I A M I N G L I O U. Ruti, you can find me on Instagram at Grace Thirteen G R A C E One Three for DIY picks, travel picks, food picks, and cat picks, and other random picks too. You can also find me on Instagram at b.entwine for event designs, planning, birthdays, baby showers, bridal showers, weddings, and other party design or DIY needs. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at albert5x5 and anything related to whatworswhy.com. If you want to leave a comment, leave it on our Facebook page or our Instagram page or on the website itself. If you want to show your support because we need it, head over to whowhatworswhy.com slash support to find out how. It's as easy as it's going on Apple Podcasts and giving us a review. Hopefully a positive review. That's all we we ask for now. Music has been provided by the White Axis. (laughs) Find them at thewhiteaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworswhy.com. Before we go into our uh, spoiler discussion of uh, Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars Episode Nine: Duel of the Fates, um, what have you guys been watching recently? Oh. Ruthie? Um, The Messiah. You you actually watched that? Mm-hmm. As somebody who was raised Catholic, I almost felt uh, implied, inclined, uh, required not to watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's very blasphemous, that's for sure. If you're seeing, if you're watching it from uh... <laughs> every time I see it, I'm like, I'm like curious to see how did what what take this is. But at the same time, I'm like, should I support this? I mean, it's not supporting, but it is interesting to see like a lot of the things that they took from the Bible and made it into part of the show. Interesting. Okay, now now yeah, now you really- now you pick my interest. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of biblical things mm. as part of the plot. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, non-spoiler discussion, folks. Non-spoiler discussion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, oh, Jesus dies. Wait, well, what about? Well, no, you never heard of Messiah on Netflix? No, no come on. Uh, Ruthie, what's the what's the quick plot summary for, for jumping here? 
Um, quick plot summary. A man appears um, out of nowhere. Nobody knows who he is. He doesn't claim he's the Messiah, but because of his... Um, well, wait, let me... So he, basically, like, he, he's seen as a, as a new prophet, mm-hmm. as maybe the Messiah. That and this takes place in modern day, right? Yes, Muslims, modern day. Yeah, right. for Muslims and Jews and Christians. Wait, and, is, 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 he, is he Middle Eastern? Is he... What is he? He's Middle Eastern. Okay. He's... Um, he claims he's of both religions. He has no religion. You know, very, very prophetic, mm-hmm. very um, non-descriptive of himself. He doesn't really take sides. Uh, so it creates a lot of controversy throughout the show. And um, people, you know, it's very much like the Jesus story. Like people couldn't tell if he's a real thing or not. And that's kind of like what the the whole show revolves around. Is it a miniseries or like a, a movie or a season? Uh, it's a series. I'm pretty sure it's not gonna get a season two. How dare you? Guarantee that. It might. It might. It, the way it ended, it yeah. was definitely a cliffhanger. Uh, Netflix only cancels after two seasons. Okay, so no, I actually, actually, apparently, according according to somebody who who has a show on Netflix, they said that Netflix actually cares about the viewership of the first month. Right. The first month is the most important. If 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 in one month people have watched this show, they will renew it. Uh-huh. If that doesn't happen, they will cancel it. So mm-hmm. I don't know if the buzz is strong enough for a lot of people to watch it the first month of its release because I think it came out what three weeks ago, two weeks mm-hmm. ago. So the first month's almost over, actually. Yeah, I haven't heard of it, so I don't. And he I never don't. heard of it. Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. I heard of TV. it. Yeah, I heard of it just because of the controversy. Like, oh no, Netflix is doing it. Blah blah blah. blah. Anyway, yeah, it's like religious, but it's not at the same time. It's not like in your face, read the Bible kind of thing. It's more like just a, um, like like a study. Is, if Messiah came, is, does does the Messiah have a name in the in the show? Bob. No. <laughs> oh, really? They're playing that card like mm-hmm. oh, I don't even have a name. Yeah. It's Kevin. <laughs> it's Clifford. <laughs> it, it, is the Messiah hot? <laughs> uh, it's McSteamy. Kind of. Oh, well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> kind of, but not not like uh, not the Witcher hot. Yeah. Oh, I see. Not so travel hot. So he doesn't go. He doesn't go like like topless and all that stuff. <laughs> no, no. He, he looks like a normal guy. He has a he has a a, shirt, a shirtless normal guy. Oh, seriously, a lot of thirst pics. Normal guy, yeah. not shirtless. Uh, <laughs> charming face, but not overtly sexy or uh, muscular or anything like that. I see. I see. Not too cliche. Not too bad. He does have he does have the Jesus hair and the the beard though. Oh, I, I see. Right. All right. Uh, Jumping. What else? What, what do you want to share? I've seen a bunch of uh, first episodes. I've seen the first episode of Suppentown. Is it just fifty minutes of it? No, the whole thing. Actually, I saw the whole episode. <laughs> it's great. Actually, great. I, I'm trying to find time to watch the re- uh, watch it. Okay. Wait, wait, sorry, really what, what's the show? Suppentown. Sub a town, something town. It's the one. Oh, stop down, some town. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I watched stop down. Yeah, I saw the first episode. It's great. Yeah, it's a good I, show. It's a good yeah, show. Yeah, it's it's, re- it's a lot of fun. I really dig it. Uh, the other one I saw is it's an anthology series on AMC. Uh, it's called The Terror. I heard it's good too. Yeah, the first season was about it's. It takes like real life historical events, but they add horror elements to it. It's like AMC's version of uh, what's the one showing FX? Oh, uh. Heart, American Horror Stories. American Horror Story. Yeah. It's like AMC has their own yeah. thing now. Like every season, they're going to cover a right. different thing. And the one I'm watching right now is the one that takes place in the... Japan? No, no. It's a it Japanese internment camps. Oh, uh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. It's about, so, yeah. So, Wait, what's it called? Terror. The, the Terror. The Terror. And then you can find it on Hulu. If you have Hulu, it's on Terror. Yeah. It's good. Huh. No, it's good. The, do they have the current yeah. season on Hulu? Yeah. I believe it's the ter- current season. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
I believe it just came out last year. This the season. Oh, yeah. I think the the okay. I think season two just came. Oh, I think season two came out months ago. Yeah. So maybe that's the reason yeah. why Hulu. Right it's now. good. I I like the first episode. I don't know if I have, it's good, but I gotta find time to continue. I've seen a lot of first episodes. I gotta see if there's. I gotta see episode two and stuff like that. Oh, what else have you? And then I saw Avenue Five, which is from the creator of Ah uh, yes. Beef. I mean, I've been meaning to watch that. It's too. it's okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was disappointed. I, I was I was expecting more because it's like I said, it's the guy who who did uh, Veep and stuff like that. But but the first episode, it just eh, just left me wanting so, more. So so in in the scale of the Orville and Star Trek, where does oh. it, where does it fall? In oh no. Uh well. I I saw the first season of Orville, right? It's not it's not there. It's not it's different that Star Trek uh, uh, Discovery and stuff like that. Is it you know? more comedic than the Orville? Oh, it's comedic. It's, it's, it's a satire. Oh, it's, it's a satire. satire. Okay, and it's not a satire of the sci-fi Trek level. I think it's a it's a it's a it's a spoof of of uh, corporate uh, corporate America and stuff like that. You know oh. what I mean? Money and stuff. Except like that. in you know? the future. Yeah, in the future and stuff like that. Gotcha. And then I saw all of uh, Kim's Convenience. Uh, all three seasons of Kim's Convenience. Wow, you know, because I want to see if that uh, Samuel Liu is good. If he's gonna be because uh, he's gonna be the new Iron Fist. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, It's good. It's a cute. It's a cute show and stuff like that. It's cute. Mm. And then I saw Detective Pikachu finally. It was on <laughs> HBO streaming. <laughs> you never saw that. I, I, and I, I saw I, it because my nephew got uh, his uh, my nephew's uh, mom took him to go see. So I never saw it and stuff like that. It's a good movie. It's, it, 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 especially the special effects and the cinematography is gorgeous. The, the city looks gorgeous. I love all the colors yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. But I understand. I, I, and before I saw it, I was, I was, I kept thinking, was, why did this thing only make like four hundred million worldwide? Because I thought it was gonna make like billions of dollars. Then I watched it. I was like, oh, this story is way too complicated. Man. It's just way too much stuff. Way too much stuff happening and stuff like that. It's just too much. But it's okay. It's fine. Okay. But yeah. What about you? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, I've seen some stuff. You can watch, you can see my stuff in. I saw that movie blog, uh, but I want to specifically point out "Weathering with You," which is the anime movie by Makoto Shinkai. Mm-hmm. He did the "Your Name" several years ago, back in twenty sixteen, I believe. Uh, "Weathering with You" is a gorgeous animated film. Like, the, and this is a combination of two D and CG uh, animation, and it, it's just beautiful to look at. Uh, the story itself is good. Like I think it had problems at the beginning, but it, once the main premise kicks in, it's just it's really engaging and and you mm-hmm. kind of want to see where it goes. Yeah. So, but, but but the one thing that was striking with Weathering with You for me at least personally, not the movie itself, uh, is that it kind of felt like a throwback to when I used to watch movies back in the late nineties. Because mm-hmm. in the late nineties, I was really big into anime. So mm-hmm. check, right. uh, we used to go out late at night, like either after high school or after college, kind of thing. And I watched this screening at a 10 p.m. screening. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. by the time I got out, it was like 12, it was like past midnight already. Mm-hmm. Right? Which, mm-hmm. which is something I haven't done yeah. in a long and were, time. And you were exhausted. You, you took an Uber home. You couldn't <laughs> drive. You were just spent, right? Uh, Uber wasn't even around back oh, in the day. I'm not thinking about it right now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I was fine. I was uh, fine. I mean, back then we were out to like two in the morning or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, you're in high school, you're a teenager, yeah. you're up to like three, four every morning. Jeez. Yeah, so it, it it was like it was like a it was like a weird feeling going out of the movie theater and it was mostly empty outside because most people were already asleep at yeah. home, you know, and, and it it kind of felt kind of nostalgic, yeah. you know. Here I am oh. watching a movie late at night, mm-hmm. c- coming out after midnight, watching an anime of all things. It's mm-hmm. like it was very nostalgic, yeah. like like oh, this is I remember I I remember I used to do this back yeah. in the old days. Now you're old. Okay, <laughs> now I'm just old. Oh my yeah. gosh, we get it. 
Yeah. I feel the same way. Every time like my friends um, ask me to a movie and they tell me it's at 9.30, 9.50, I'm like, like why? It's yeah. so late. <laughs> yeah, actually, most movies. Unless I want to be home by 8 o'clock. <laughs> unless, it's a thir- unless it's a big blockbuster like a Marvel movie. Uh, would I see those like Thursday night? Unless it's one of those, I usually wait until like Saturday morning, Sunday morning now to watch movies and stuff mm. like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but by context, I actually did watch this movie on a Friday night. So even though it was 10 p.m. at night, yeah. I didn't have work in the next day. Yeah. So I was okay in that part. But at the same time, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, there are people in my audience who are mostly like college kids or whatever. So, and I'm the old, probably the oldest person in the, in the audience in the theater because it's an anime movie, uh-huh. you know. But yeah. But yeah, um, that's what we've been watching. And now let's go ahead and uh, Ruthie, did you want to be part of this conversation? I mean, we're talking about something, a movie that never came out, essentially. Oh, um, yeah, I think I'm gonna call it from here. All right. Okay. I wake up tomorrow early. I'm gonna try to go to a 7 a.m. Krav Maga class. Krav Maga. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> All right. Good night. Bye. Bye. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. All right. Okay. So let's go ahead and go over what could have been with uh, Star Wars: Duel of the Fates. Great title, by the way. Just, I, just, just right off the bat, that's a great title. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, I guess this is kind of spoilers for Rise of Skywalker as well, because I mean, we'll do the comparison. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. Okay. So you know what that means, right? Yeah. Uh, here comes spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, spoilers for Star Wars. Spoilers for Star Wars. Yeah. Spoilers. Here we come. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. So um, there is no article out there that has a nice, easy outline to read. Yeah. For this for this leaks creep, mm-hmm. apparently it came from uh, this Burnett guy who had a, a, yeah. U- a YouTube channel and he kind of like reviewed it as he was reading it. Right, never saw it. it was like two and a half hours long or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. It was like kind of that, right? Yeah, I'll oh, maybe two, two and a well, half. Well, no, hours there was an Instagram. You you have that right? The Instagram. I had the Instagram one, one but the, the writing is like so tiny. Right. <laughs> well, actually, you know what I did? I actually waited for another YouTube channel. You know the ones I, I follow, Screen uh-huh. Crush. I think he, they summarized it. Yeah, like a ten minutes. Yeah, we got ten minutes. I did see that. Yeah, but it kind of missed. It kind of skipped a bunch of details. Right, okay. which we are also going to do the same. Uh, check check the show notes, and if you want to get some links to the actual thing and or whatever. Also, also want to mention uh, since the leak, uh, other sites have kind of confirmed what uh, uh, Burnett said. You know, what I mean? Robert Meyer Burnett. Right, his name. He it is legitimate. It is like a a a, ver- like a, a uh, a first draft. And it's not like a script, you know, where there's dialogue in it. It's yeah. just just plot points, bullet points that uh, yeah. for the first. And not, not only that, but yeah. this is the this was the first draft before Carrie Fisher right. died. Literally, like I think a week to two weeks yeah, before like she died. This is like literally like the first one, of the first things you turn in uh, after you get hired and stuff like that. So yeah, okay. Um, like I said, we're we're gonna briefly go over stuff. I'm gonna use the one that Star Wars Time that Net has up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which does remove some details, which I think me and Johnny will cover some right. of the details that's missing oh, from this. Also, also yeah, I mentioned yeah, yeah. real quick, I am not a Colin Trevorrow fan. You know what I mean? I, right. I'm not a big fan of his. And I think there's a big difference between a bullet points, uh, early drafts of a script versus when, when a, a director actually finally shoots a script, edits a script. You know what I mean? Yep. So, you know what I mean? So I'm just judging it just based on the bullet points and yeah. these bullet points I think are, are pretty good actually the, yeah. at least it's a at least it's a legitimate sequel to uh, Last Jedi so yeah yes yeah, so that, that, that's one thing I can definitely agree this is this seems to be more of a sequel to Last Jedi than Rise of Skywalker was yeah. but if you put Rise of Skywalker in bullet point forms it might look like a good movie yeah. too so yeah eh, alright except, except for part part I have yeah. issues with this script too of course yeah. I definitely have issues with this script yeah. too um, but um We'll start. I'll actually read the opening crawl, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Uh, it says here, The iron grip of the First Order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied. 
Traitorous acts are punishable by death. So first off, it seems like they're really going full-blown on, hey, by the way, guys, the First Order, Nazis. Yeah. This is fascism at its yeah. best, mm-hmm. right? Which is something that the movies themselves don't really tackle. I mean, it's implied, yeah. but I think I mean, this script, I think, is the most, like, they're fascist Nazis, mm-hmm. guys, kind of thing. Okay. Uh, determined to suffocate a growing unrest, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems. Oh, look at that. Another thing that fascists, uh, fascists do. Uh, kill communication yeah. among people, create distrust. Yeah, and this is... And I I don't remember because it's been a few days since I, I saw the YouTube summary of this. Uh, Kylo Ren is the bad guy in the script, right? He is still the bad that's, guy. That's one of the things I appreciate. He is the bad guy. There's no... They mentioned Palpatine in this in the, in, in this, in the movie, but... Well, they, he's tangentially, tangentially correct, uh, connected. Yeah. yeah, and I like it... I, <clears throat> excuse me. And like I said earlier, this... It's the natural progression of the earlier two movies. Right. The progression is Kylo Ren is the villain of the third movie. That's that's how these movies were positioned and stuff like that. You know, what I mean, that's what. So that's a big plus uh, for me for, for the script. You know, what I mean. Well, there's a in, swerve in at the end, though. No, there's a swerve at the end. Well, yeah. Um, so led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom, and then they go on and. Thing, thing. So right. in this version, the film opens with uh, a planet called Kuat, mm-hmm. with BB-8 and Rose infiltrating the Kuat moon where the order. Oh, look at Rose is in this movie. How about that? So they actually have like a high scene between with BB-8 and Rose. So Rose actually plays a strong part of the oh, plot. Oh, look at that! Oh, well, well, kind of makes that. sense because they introduced her in the second movie. Yeah, so she must have to do she, something. She played a big role in the second movie, so it's a natural progression to the third movie. Yeah. So this is like a cold opening, basically, right? Yes. And you know, and you know how people said, "Oh, but we want to see the 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 trios together." Well, Finn and Poe are there as well, and Ray also shows up. Yeah. Right. It's interesting how a uh, script integrate all characters. Good lord. Uh, they all plan to blow the rings to bit. I guess the the moon rings or whatever, right, quad, right. whatever. But it goes wrong, and the order contains it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, apparently, Ray is disguised as a Tuscan raider and has a double bladed lightsaber fashioned out of her staff and Luke's saber. Okay, kind of missed it. Uh, the good guys all battle the bad guys, and they end up stealing a Dark Star Destroyer. So that's kind of cool. Right. They, they still Dark uh, Star Destroyer. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So that's, that's something that we've never seen in a Star Wars right. movie before. Like, the rebels get a Star Destroyer. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, one, one thing that this, this outline here doesn't mention is that the other outline does is that apparently Poe has a crush on Rey. Don't agree with that. Yeah. People, you do not have to give Rey a freaking freaking love interest. Mm-hmm. Do not have to do that. Yeah. So I'm glad that's out. Yeah, but it's a, it's a progression from the first movie, though. First movie? Paul yeah. Paul barely met Rey at the end of Last Jedi. And then you expect us to go to, to the third movie and go, oh, by the way. Oh, Paul, I'm sorry. I missed I missed. You're talking sorry. about Finn. Yeah, I was talking about yeah. Finn. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember this, yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's like when I read them, I'm like ah, seriously, yeah. seriously. Even well, I mean, coming from the white boy Colin Trevorrow, I'm not surprised yeah. that they do something like this. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. But this, but this, but you can also say this is a this idea gets carried over to Rise of Skywalker's, even though they they just sub out Poe's love interest from Ray to kind of uh, Felicity in the, in the Rise oh of yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah 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 oh by the way those, those extra characters from Rise of Skywalker not in the script for obvious reasons yeah um. But it, to be fair with J.J. Abrams and, and Chris Terrio, mm-hmm. pairing up Ray and Kylo Ren, I guess, has some backing to it from their relationship, yeah. the quote-unquote relationship yeah. in, for, in uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi, mm-hmm. even no, though it's no. what a, no. a person would call an abusive relationship. Yeah. It's gross. But besides that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so go on and hear this. The Knights of Ren show up at Kuat and kill the Admiral for allowing the Resistance to steal a destroyer. 
then the action cuts to Coruscant. Oh, the, like, the Knights of Ren does something cool. How about that? Yeah, that's an interesting cool. idea. That's another payoff <laughs> from at, earlier movies. Okay, yes, they're actually used for something. Another point for uh, for uh, the script. For the script. For yeah. the Duel of the Duel Fates, of Fates. Which, by the way, is a callback to Duel of Fates, John which Williams. is the yeah. John Williams score with Dark Ball fighting. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice little redemption, another nice little repurposing of uh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah. And this, yeah. this is the kind of fandom, uh, fanboy. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, Fan service, fan service yeah. that 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 is less blunt, yeah. than than what what the what we saw at the rise. And also, the the type dual fates this sounds very cool. This sounds cool. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, and then they, they go about the Coruscant, which is kind of neat because I mean I've been wanting to see what Coruscant is now yeah. ever since uh, Reg of the Sith. I kind of want to see. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's no longer a vibrant city and is occupied by the First Order, which is a palace there now. Citizens are basically scavengers and hucks. Is now Chancellor. Now, this is the one part of the script that I really did not like is how they handled Hux. Hux is supposed to be like a secret Jedi fanboy or something like that. And 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 all that's and he's like he has like a purple lightsaber on the oh, side right? or oh, okay. something like that. And later on in the script, spoilers to later on in the script, mm-hmm. uh, he he commits suicide. I'm guessing Kathleen Kennedy from from Lucas Art films were like, Yeah, you can't do suicide yeah. in, in Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> not in that fashion. I mean like like we said earlier, this is an early draft. There are there are things that would have been taken out, would have you know would have been changed and stuff. I think that's one of those that would have been taken out. Yeah. You know, later draft. This direction for Huxley just do not agree with. Yeah. Um, also, I don't I don't believe in the in the fact that he should be chancellor too. He should be the, he should be this conniving guy. He should be the the side character. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I think I think that that one Rise of Skywalker got right. Yeah. He's the guy who wants to undermine. Yeah. yeah. He wants to undermine Kylo Ren because that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Hux and a Commander Selleck. Uh, meet with alien warlords, meaning Commander Selleck, the guy from uh, what do you call it? the guy with the mustache, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. <laughs> 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 meaning the First Order has allies, and they're aware of Rey being the last Jedi. They also want to know where the hell Kylo Ren is. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Kylo Ren is a Mustafar, and he's being hunted by Force Ghost Luke. This makes sense. This, this makes sense. That's another point. This is a, a when I when I saw the uh, when I finished Last Jedi. Oh. Uh, Luke's gonna be what do you go? He's gonna be you know be on uh, Kylo Ren's ass in the third movie. Right. You know what I mean? Every five minutes, like, hey, hey, buddy, hey, hey, mm-hmm. you're part of dark side, huh? You're, you're an asshole. You know what I mean? I thought so. Yeah, this is this another point for the script. Yeah, uh, there's actually a line here. It says Luke tells him this is where the death, the dark path leads, an yeah. empty tomb, because uh, apparently uh, Kylo Ren is looking for something. Yeah, this is if I was Luke's force ghost, I'd be doing this twenty four seven. Say, hey, buddy. This is you're down. You're no, wrong that, path. but at the end of Last Jedi, Luke does say, uh, "Be uh, seeing you," yeah, kind see of thing, you. right? Yeah. And literally in this in the movie we saw, he doesn't see him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Last Skywalker, you never see Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker meet again. Yeah. Um, Luke is trying to get him to turn back to Leia, but he presses on and finds. Uh, but Kylo Ren presses on and finds a Sith holocron in Vader's castle. The holocron, by the way, is exactly what the the Wayfinder looks right. like. In yeah. for whatever reason, they made it. Whatever. Um, Invaders Hol- Castle. Holocroft. It's, it's, it's the Crop. term I u- I heard first in uh, the Harry Potter books. Wayfinder, I guess. They maybe want to separate it again. But the bit. Holocron they sell in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and this and that. Oh, really? They like to sell Holocrons. And they've been telling it since the park opened. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then the Holocron reveals a hologram of, of Palpatine. So this uh-huh. is the one Palpatine part in right. the script. The recording was for Vader as a contingency if Luke killed the Emperor. Vader was supposed to tell to take Luke to the Remnicor system to see Tor Valum, the master of Sith, which presumably was the guy who trained Palpatine, I guess. Right. Um, no, I read somewhere where I saw the YouTube that wasn't that supposed to be like a big giant like monster or something like that. 
Is oh no! Supposedly that's not that's not supposed to be him because oh, okay. like the spider creature, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly that I, I read an article saying that's actually not who that's supposed to be. Oh, okay. That's that's one of the characters that J.J. Abrams wanted to put for for Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Um, and then things transition to the Resistance base on Koa Alaf, and Leia can feel what is happening to Ben. The Koat raid team arrives, complete with a destroyer to everyone's surprise. Apparently, Ray confides in Finn that she doesn't want she doesn't have what it takes to be a Jedi. And he asks her about her Kylo Ren connection, to which she replies she's having nightmares. Okay. Uh, Finn tells her to shut him out and that he can't change. But Ray tells him Finn taught her that anyone can change. So that's the same with Skywalker. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Uh, Ray also learns through the Jedi text that there's a calm beacon underneath the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, which can send a signal to 50 planets that can't be blocked by the first that's order. kind of a carryover that carried over to the rise of skywalker where she she references the original text for for the plot right yeah but this this beacon thing is kind of interesting it's basically like, like a force jedi beacon yeah, kind of thing so cool. it's like magic mm-hmm. so yeah i mean that's interesting i guess yeah oh and i like this and the whole idea of the comms being down and then trying to get it back up it's a little bit of a to me it's a little bit of the carryover from uh from uh, Last Jedi too, because the Last Jedi, when I rewatched it, I, I noticed it. It has a real World War Two aesthetic to it. You know right. what I mean? And that's to me, beacons, little Morse code. You know what I mean? That sort of thing has a very World War Two kind of vibe to it too. Yeah, no, no, but in war, communication is very, very key. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if the First Order cut out all communication, that's yeah. bad. So the fact that they're actually addressing that is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, now we get to see Ray train with Ghost Luke, uh, so, so he's pushing her to get stronger, and Kylo. Kylo Ren to let Ben uh, back again. Out. I, I this after watching the last year, I thought th- this that scene would be in 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 uh, in, in the next. In the I thought so movie. too, yeah. but I like the idea that 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 Leia was the one who was yeah. teaching Ray. I do like that. Sure. Um, Kylo Ren makes it back to Coruscant with a damaged face from the holocron, and apparently some man uh, some Mando uh, belt was it Beskar Beskar armor uh-huh. is melted down and grafted on his face. Oh right, right, right. I don't know if we got we got that part, but yeah. He was to- he was using the Torquan and it exploded, right? It, it, no, no, the, the Holocron knew, realized. Oh, by the way, you're not Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. and oh, then yeah, exploded right. on his face. Right. Uh, so he had to like fix his face by some kind of like metal. Bad and that's the reason why he got his helmet back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, things got back to Ray and Luke, who are still training and arguing the merits of the light and dark sides of the Force. Ray basically doesn't want to be a Jedi because she is a no one. But Luke presses her on on how the Force is speaking to her. Yeah, and this this is nice because it's not really a, a retcon. Of her origin and stuff like that. Yeah, I think in this, they keep it all the way through, right? In this one, where she she is a, a, nobody. a nobody. Yes, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. I mean, they gave her, her last name actually, Ray Solano, right. right? Which Kylo Ren tells her later on. Uh, the scene cuts back to Kylo Ren and Hux with Kylo telling him he's found power that makes blowing planets up insignificant, which is kind of funny because. Because George Lucas and J.J. Abrams before him mm-hmm. was obsessed with blowing plants yeah. up, you know. Uh, as he and then as he heads off, he tells Hux to wipe out the resistance and he will deal with the girl. Okay. Uh, now things start to head towards the climax. The so two resistance teams are dispatched to carry out the missions. Team A has Rose, Finn, R2, and Tripio head to Coruscant for the beacon, while Team B, which is Ray, Poe, and Chewie, go to a planet to find someone to help Ray figure out what she needs. And to And there's do. something else I like about the script. I'm sure it would have changed later on, but there's they didn't add new characters to this. You know what I mean? There isn't any new character, any new kind of story dynamics between new characters and old characters. It's you know they had enough characters. They had you know so they just used what they what they had. True, but Star Wars has always introduced new characters though. 
So that wouldn't have been consistent. Yeah, but I, but at that point, to me, at that point, because you're interesting, this this series in particular had a mixture of old generation and new generation. I think they had enough characters going into the third one. But anyway, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi added Ewoks. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kylo Ren goes to the Sith planet Remnicor, but before he does, so he he chucks Darth Vader's helmet off a balcony and tells him for allowing love to cloud his judgment. Oh, all right. This is the nice callback because because. Darth Vader could have ruled, but he did let love like bring him back to the force. Yeah. So, so this is Kylo Ren really planting his foot in the ground. No, no, no. I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Kind of you know. e- emo. But all right, all right. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, Leia remains at the Resistance base to oversee the operations. And her and Rey talk about Rey leaving, with Rey telling her that Kylo still has good in him. But Leia is skeptical, but she does double down on how Rey is her own person and that the force chose her. So it, it it was I think the other outline talked about how mm-hmm. how uh Ray was was conflicted about like following mm-hmm. the Jedi order and then Leia actually told her you don't have to follow those old rules you know yeah. you are you are who you are yeah. kind of thing which is the, the same lesson that Luke told her in Last Jedi. The one surprising thing about the about this script is is it is that this is, this is before uh, Carrie Fisher's that this is that it's still not very Leia centric and stuff like that because if you look at the previous two movies I think uh, what do you call it. Uh, Harrison Ford it was a big part of the first one. Yeah. Luke Skywalker was a big part of the third one. Leia's Be- movie, yeah. yeah, before Carrie Fisher died, I thought she was going to be the center of the third one. So and I believe that's also the other thing where the whole creative difference thing came in. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy did have in mind what you just said. Yeah. You know, Han gets the first, Luke gets the second, and Leia gets the third. Right. Based on this, Colin Trevor apparently did not agree with that. Yeah. You know, so I can see why he was probably put it out I was for, for those yeah. kind of reasons, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the order tracks the first order tracks down the resistance base, but they escape. Uh, team A infiltrates the Jedi Temple and turns on the beacon, so the signal gets out. Uh, but the first order cuts it off shortly. Oh, by the way, they also mentioned that Team A also meets up with like uh, former former stormtroopers who also became good. Right. So that kind of carries over to Rise yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, that gets repurposed. Uh, team A flees to the underbelly of Coruscant. Team B is being pursued by the Knights of Ren, but eventually reach Bonadon. Uh, Kylo reaches Remnicor and confronts the 7,000-year-old Tor Velum who trains Kylo Ren. Okay. Uh, on Bonadan, Poe takes Rey to a seer who pulls a star chart out of Rey's memories and then the knights show up but Rey beats them. So, Kylo Ren, the knights of Ren get to fight Rey. Right. So, that's kind of neat. Okay, cool. Uh, both Rey, oh, doesn't say it here, huh? Um, Rey actually kills the knights of Ren and she feels conflicted because she, she killed people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, both Ray and Kylo Ren head to Mortis while Leia asks Lando to, re- to rally the smugglers. Uh, Mortis is a force planet that was introduced in Star Wars Clone Wars, mm-hmm. the TV series. Yeah. Uh, Mortis is, houses the, the father, the daughter, and the son. The father is keeping the balance of the son, which mm-hmm. is the dark side of the force, and the daughter, which is the light side of the force. You know, they're neither Sith nor Jedi. They are the Force. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So I like the fact that it's calling back to that aspect of the Clone Wars. Uh, but I can see how maybe Captain Kennedy would be like, well, nope. We have to assume that they never saw the show. So maybe we shouldn't introduce that or whatever. Maybe. Uh, Rose gets captured by the First Order and is tortured but escapes. Finn and two droids start a revolt on Coruscant. Leia brings the rest of the Resistance to Coruscant for an epic space and ground battle. And Chewie flies the next wing. How can Chewie fit in the next one? I don't know. He's a little but, big. But, but, oh, that sounds good. Well, that's no problem there. Yeah. Uh, Ray and Kylo do battle on Mortis, and it's revealed that Kylo Ren uh, killed Ray's parents at the behest of Snoke. 
Yeah, that's... They're going to have to explain that somehow. Like, yeah, I, why would Snoke tell him, oh, by the way, kill those parents? Yeah. I bumped it. I bumped it. When I read that, or heard about that part, plot point, I, I can't... I, it's, that's, it's not for me. Because it's it's too much like, oh, the Joker killed Bruce Wayne's parents, you know, in the original yeah. Batman. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, even, it even says here at the behest of Snoke, well, why did Snoke want those parents there? Yeah. Doesn't really say. Well, uh, oh, I'm sure they would fill that in with, oh, he knew she was... Force sensitive. Oh, yeah, but then why kill, why, why kill the parents? Kill her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, towards the end, Luke, Obi Wan, and Yoda show up as Force goes to save Ben, but they can't, and his life is extinguished. I believe there's this part here that doesn't talk about where where Ray and Kylo was fighting. Kylo Ren was winning. Yeah. And before Kylo Ren was going to kill Ray, he decides to save her instead. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, there was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. right. That part's missing. But yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, he did have like a, a change of heart or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, the ending seems to be pretty standard in terms of like, oh wait, no, no, here, let me let me let me go to the other link here, and because uh, the ending was a little bit more fleshed out in this one, because uh, I think R two D two gets damaged right, and then they had to like get his get his memory out to, to save him. Oh, I didn't read that part. Yeah, Chewie yeah. and he said right here, Chewie and a repair droid fix R two D two as Leia enters the room. C-3PO is emotional, noting that R2-D2 is his friend, and he doesn't know how he'll cope without him, right? Uh, Leia places his memory drive inside. Looks like when we see her in A New Hope, putting a message inside R2-D2, which is a callback to A New Hope. Uh, R2 comes back to life and projects recording. Oh, R2-D2 comes back to life and projects recordings and memories of the 60 years of adventures. Right, yeah. So that's a nice like callback to the whole series, right? Yeah. Um, That actually would be pretty cool. That wouldn't make sense, though, because... If I remember correctly, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, didn't they? Didn't they? Oh wait, sixty years? Oh, that's 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 pretty much from the New Hope, and mm-hmm. oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Because at the end of Revenge of the Sith, they, they wiped his memory, right? Yeah, but this is basically from a New Hope to current time, so that's kind of nice. That would have been that would have been nice to see actually. I think that would be pretty the, cool. Yeah. That's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool idea. Uh, so on the desert planet Bodesta, we see a ranch. Finn is there with a gang of people and children, including Broom Boy from The Last Jedi. Ray Solana, which Kaloran tells her her last name. Ray Solana arrives, and presumably this is her teaching a new generation of Force users. Yep. So it, it doesn't say she's she's creating the Jedi Temple. She's just training Force user people. Yeah. So I like some of the ideas here. I like that, yeah, like we were saying, it is a direct uh, sequel to Last Jedi. I think it needs to be fleshed out more. This does yeah, seem like yeah. this does seem like a movie that could have been done in like an hour and forty minutes, the under mm-hmm. two hours thing. Mm-hmm. While Rise of Skywalker was free, was too compact for just two yeah. hours and twenty minutes. Should have been a three hour movie. And uh, this definitely, yeah, this does does definitely feel like it's a work in progress. I mean, there's some things that would have added something, like you mentioned, they would have added new characters. Oh, and Kylo sure. Ren also blinded Ray too in this one. Oh, that's right. There's a scene where Kylo Ren blinds Rey, which is a callback to Rebels because that that same thing happened in Rebels for another character. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, but also it happens to Neo in um, the Matrix. In the, Neo in the Matrix, that's yeah. very true. That's very true. You know that's very true. And also, but yeah, but there's some good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff in there. There's probably more. There's definitely a lot more good stuff than there are bad stuff. Like I, like you mentioned, I, we were took it, took out the suicide stuff. That's a that's a little grim. That's a little grim. That's yeah. a little bit much and stuff. And then you're right. They would have added new. They they would be forced to add new characters because of merchandising and all that stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of good stuff here. I mean, yeah, it's it does feel darker. Just by reading the outline, it feels like a darker movie where it's very – it almost seems almost depressing because mm-hmm. they really are like – like as opposed to like, oh, there's there's hope that they're going to succeed. 
it's in the script is gearing more to yeah. like like look how bad things are. Yeah, but any script that actually brings back Broom Boy, I'm all with. <laughs> I'm all for. <laughs> and any script that has more rose, more rose, you know, yeah, yeah, I would have been all for and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's uh, what are you gonna do? Star Wars Episode Nine, Colin Trevorrow's yeah. Duel of the Fates. Yeah. So where where's the GoFundMe link and stuff like that? Where do we? How do we? How do we kickstart this? I so actually what? just want so, somebody or some people out there to just anime. do like a, a small animated shorts yeah. of this yeah. uh, treatment. Put it on YouTube. They, they, they did the same exact thing with Game of Thrones. Game of yeah. Thrones, if you go online, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's still there. There are people who made animated shorts of of what essentially is going to be the HBO show coming up. Like somebody oh. went and did that, did the, the, that from the books and they did it before HBO is doing it. So they there's it's out there somewhere. Right. Uh, I kind of want somebody to do this with this, but this is probably going to like say, oh, no, we can do that. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Good times. What are you going to do? What you gonna do? You're yeah. gonna make an animated shorts of this duel of the fates kind of thing, you know? Or let's make or, or do a fake trailer. Ah, oh, there we go. Internet, do a fake trailer yeah. for this movie. Do a fake trailer for the hashtag duel of the fates trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sure someone's working on that right now. <laughs> yep. All right. Thanks for listening. This is episode 272 of the Stuff and Junction. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Works Network.